Welcome to My Orgasmic Life Podcast, a show that where we talk about sex, love, relationships, and kink. And of course, my favorite part, I share with you my very graphic, very juicy, and always entertaining orgasmic life. I'm Gaia Morissette, your hostess, and your holistic sexual wellness specialist, your trauma healer, your BDSM expert, and of course, your pro dominatrix. Mm. <laughs> the show was inspired to inspire you to support your orgasmic living. Remember, always check the content warning before you listen and make sure you're listening where no one else can hear it because you never, ever know what I'm going to say because I always come with an explicit graphic content warning. <laughs> now, strap in and enjoy the show. Well, hello, my fabulous audience. I uh, Are you ready? You ready for another fantastic episode of My Orgasmic Life? As you know, I'm your hostess with the mostest, <laughs> Guy Morissette, aka Empress Gaia. And today we're going to talk more about BDSM. I know it seems to be like My Orgasmic Life mm, is turned into a pretty much, a you know, my adventures into kink and BDSM and BDSM education these days. Um, cause that's just kind of where my world's at. As you can, you know, as you go through, you know, all the episodes, you can see the progression and, you know, what's going on in my world, depending on what I seem to be inspired to talk about. <laughs> all right, Lily, kink, 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 kinky, kink, kink, kink. <laughs> so as always, make sure you uh, check the content warning and you read uh, the show notes so you know what you've gotten yourself into. Okay, so today's episode, I am going to talk about servitude submission and being a servitude, you know, a ser you know, serving, <laughs> serving slut, <laughs> serving sub or slut, either way, both good. And I know that, you know, I talk about it kind of peripherally, but I want to dedicate it. I really wanted to dedicate a whole episode on talking about service and how being in service from in a BDSM dynamics, how that really can drop people in to, um, you know, this great sense of uh, accomplishment and pride and contentment. Um, so, you know, so that's what we're going to talk about today. Okay. So I was talking to my, one of my little subbies the other day and I, you know, and I said, to him, I'm like, Hey, you know, what kind of episodes would you like to see happen? So they started talking about, you know, we like leaned into, we're having a conver deeper conversation about his great joy um, of doing tasks for me and serving me and how that deeply satisfies him. And, you know, he's like, you know, that would be a great topic. I was like, you're right. It'd be fucking fabulous topic. So we're talking about it. Okay. So let's, uh, let's give some, um, uh, definitions. So servitude sub is, um, you know, it's kind of like there's a, its own kind of sector. Okay. So, 
you know, you can have a servitude sub that it's all about servitude. They, you know, they do chores, they clean, they, you know, uh, finish tasks for you. They do your laundry. Um, there's, you know, you know, cooking for you, um, cleaning your house, running errands, picking up your dry cleaning, uh, shopping for you. It's like, the, the whole point is that they gain their sexual gratification um, and deep sense of gratitude when they get to accomplish tasks for their doms or their tops. And so, you know, at first you might be like, well, why, why are they getting that? You know, like, you know, that just sounds like, you know, slave labor. Um, but again, it's consensual, so it's not. <laughs> so, so over the last, you know, over the last couple of years, um, you know, I ha there's, you know, if you don't know this about me, I'm both, you know, uh, a, you know, dominatrix, pro dominatrix, and and you know, I train other doms, and I am like, you know, you meet me in the world, and I'm big and large and in charge, and you know, people just give me over their power, no matter where I am, no matter what I'm doing, even when I don't ask for it, it's just my presence, the presence that I carry of that. Apparently people just like, yes, I want to make you happy. And that's, that is deeply uh, rooted in who I am. Okay. So that's, you know, I would say, you know, most of my, most of my life looks like that. However, on the other side, in order to create balance and so that I, you know, I, I, I'm always practicing ethical world domination <laughs> instead of just world domination, um, I, also am, I also have a master who, you know, I call him my overlord. And he is the only person on the planet who has ever dominated me. And, um, and it's beautiful. And so it gives me the balance of both being large and in charge and dominating in the world. And then, um, you know, basically giving up that power to be in a place of surrender, submission, servitude, um, and letting go of all the things of all the control and all the decisions that I have to make in every day. And it's like this beautiful, you know, at the end of work day where I'm like, all right, I'm off now. And I hand over my, you know, my cuffs and my collars, you know, to my master and I crawl into my little nest and I'm like, ah, and there's this beautiful, like wonderful sense of just Zen ease, contentment. Um, and from that place, there's this beautiful place of arousal. So one of the things that I was really surprised is that how much I enjoy, um, and I've seen this lots with my clients and I've, you know, and over the years and, you know, I've watched them really drop into this beautiful piece of contentment and satisfaction and accomplishment when they get to do things for me um, outside of necessarily the dungeon. And um, so what I've started to notice within myself that 
if I, you know, go and do some task for my master and I'm like, really like, it's important that I get it right. And I do a good job and I feel happy and content inside me that I'm able to like, you know, uh, you know, make his life a little bit easier and whatever that is, right. Running around, picking up things, doing errands, cooking, whatever it is. And there's this like deep satisfaction. And then there's this both contentment and deep personal gratification and satisfaction. But there's also arousal in it because I'm doing something that my master wants. And so I'm, you know, making his life easier. And that's part of my, it's part of my job as, you know, his little subby and, um, you know, and I'm excited to accomplish it. And then there's also this beautiful thing of arousal that happens because now there's a task. I got to meet the task. I did a good job. And then I get a good girl and then my whole body melts and my vagina gets really wet. <laughs> so I, so I'm taught, I want to talk to you about this servitude um, component of submission because I, you know, in my world with everything, I have the balance of both uh, being the, the one that, you know, is the dom and the one that gets to submit and be on both ends of everything that I do, which is beautiful. It helps me be a better dom and being a better dom helps me be a better sub. And so it's, it's beautiful relationship dynamics that I've created in my world. So that like for me as a woman, and of course I'm going to, I'm, I'm, I'm going to use um, I'm going to use female and male language um, because I'm going to talk about stereotypes and, and sexual yeah, sex type, sexual stereotypes, um, gender types, gender stereotypes. There we go. <laughs> I knew there was more words. I just, I just scream them together um, that are played out in our North American society. So, you know, which if, uh, if I'm talking about a particular gender um, and that doesn't resonate with you, I don't wanna, you know, everybody, I don't wanna make anybody upset. So what I would suggest is finding, is that sexual stereotype, that gender stereotype, is that the category that you fall into, okay? So this isn't about uh, your, your genitals. This is about the, you know, our societal binary, um, you know, ways in which we've been programmed to move in the world. Okay. So I, you know, I, I'm always fluidity. It's all about fluidity. Okay. So I identify as female and, um, as a female growing up in the society in Canada in particular, um, you know, there's this like, whole thing about you're supposed to take care of responsible for within marriage relationships components um you know from a societal standpoint and again like you might be like what that sounds like you know 1950s but I was born in the 70s <laughs> so I'm 48 so um that's where my reality is is that growing up 
there were, you were told that as a woman, as a female, your job in being a, in, first of all, there's all that heteronormative thing. So, you know, if you, you're supposed to be in a relationship with man, first of all, which I don't buy into, but anyway, so, so these were the stereotypes that I was brought up to believe. So um, you're supposed to be monogamous. Eh -eh. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> supposed to be heterosexual. Ah, no, thank you. And as a woman, there's responsibilities that you have to do, which is bear children and take care of your man and, you know, um, you know, all of that heteronormative monogamous bullshit, which again, isn't me at all. So I found it very surprising because I've spent my whole life, you know, basically breaking the rules. <laughs> right? You didn't see that coming? <laughs> and in breaking those rules and within my, you know, relationship dynamics, um, I very much didn't follow any of the gender roles that I was told I was supposed to follow across the board, my whole childhood, my adulthood, my teenagers, never. So I found it very surprising that I would be incredibly satisfied, excited, and enjoy the peace of servitude, you know, running errands, tasks, these kinds of things that were taught to me as a child as part of my obligatory role because I happened to be uh, a woman. So I was very surprised. I was like, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> and it's because it's not about obligatory rules. It's about... Uh, a dynamic of wanting to please not my man, but my master. And um, the BDSM dynamics of that power exchange, which is incredibly beautiful and it's very beautiful. And I, you know, there's plenty of other, other episodes that I've really talked about and leaned in and talked more about what that looks like in my world. And so when I'm like, you know, you know, texting him to say, you know, what would you like for dinner? It's not because it's my job as a woman and he's my man. And so I'm supposed to feed him. It's that um, I want to make him happy and I want him to feel loved and taken care of. And so for me, that's where it comes from. It comes from this place of love and, and admiration and, you know, uh, wanting to please him and that my joy and satisfaction is in that place. So it's not because of the stereotypical norms that I was brought up to believe. Um, before I was in a DS dynamic, um, I would not move this way and didn't desire to move this way. So it, it definitely has this experience for me that it drops me into a new aspect of how can I, how can I again be a really good girl, which is part of my, my sexual arousal response um, as a submissive is to be a good girl and to really do a good job. Um, mostly because I'm really a bad girl <laughs> in all aspects of my 
world life. I'm a really good bad girl. Um, so, you know, and, and, you know, again, breaking the rules and things like that. And so leading into being a good girl is part, which of course is one of my kinks is becoming a good girl. Cause I am the opposite on a daily basis. <laughs> so this is part of that dynamic. And so when I see for my clients, um, because typically, you know, majority of my clients, I do have some, uh, you know, vagina owning clients. Um, however, majority of my clientele basis from a BDSM and kink perspective is um, penis holders. So there are different things at play of that place of servitude and the joy and the gratification that comes for that because they've been taught different social norms. Also, it's uh, interesting because I have different age groups. And so with different age groups comes different societal norms, right? And so, you know, in particular, you know, my little subby that I was talking to, talking to the other day about this topic, you know, he's an older man. And so his generation very much was, you know, women were supposed to do all the tasks and and chores and and all these things and so it was like very you know very gender roles were very very clear my generation it starts to get a little more you know fluid and then the generation after me is even more fluid and then then the generation that's going on right now is like super fluid so no one knows what they're supposed to do <laughs> there's no rules <laughs> all right so so it's interesting that, um, and what tasks my service subbies really crave to do. So, um, you know, one of my service subbies, like one of my subbies right now is putting together my brand new barbecue as we are recording this. And, and I know he is so excited and happy to do this for me. Um, you know, he really drops into his purpose as a sub, as my little subby, is to bring me joy, make my life easier, and allow me to be and make me as happy as possible. And in whatever form and in whatever way that works for me, not what works for him, but works for me. So he, from that perspective, no matter what task, you know, I got him to order me some panties. I'm like, all right, I need you to pick me up some blueberries, um, you know, do my laundry, like whatever tasks he, I give him, he is so happy that he gets to serve me. And so there's that piece. There's this beautiful piece for him of this. It's more than just doing a good job. It's about his role and his gratification comes from servicing me, whatever capacity, serving me, servicing me. The other day, I had a client, um, you know, which, you know, of course, you know, if you've spent any time with me in the dungeon after a session, it's like there's toys everywhere, rope everywhere, things are everywhere, right? And so there's like, okay, you know, we didn't need to do some, you know, cleanup. And so he came over. My this little service sub that I'm, you know, putting my barbecue together for me right now, um, came over and I said, okay, well, um, I need you to clean up after my session. And I'm like, you make sure you wipe down the cross, you know, 
And he didn't even realize how arousing that would be for him to clean up after me working on somebody else. He's like, wow. He's like, one, he got to help me, which always makes him happy and content. And then there's this other layer of like making my life easier and cleaning up after another boy. And so there's like all these other components. And so what I'm finding is really fascinating is that there is deep levels of arousal and contentment and intimacy that lives in the world of servitude. It's kind of something that we don't really talk a lot about in the BDSM, overall the BDSM world. You know, we're typically, we're talking about acts in the dungeon and, and power exchange from that perspective and, you know, kinky activities. And, you know, we most, you know, we spend a lot of time focusing um, on those topics, which those topics are great and important, but we don't really talk a lot about what is the deep rooted source of submission and the, the great joy and um, in little acts of service. So, so I'm really like, I'm re like, I've been really leaning into watching and observing what acts of service and why it brings joy. Cause each person's why and each person's thing that's going to bring them joy and gratitude and that contentment and that feeling of connection to their dom is going to be different. So, you know, I've had, you know, I've had little subbies who, you know, really love cleaning. Like they love cleaning, but they love cleaning while they're dressed in a frilly little French made outfit. So it's about, you know, dropping for that in that, that component is dropping into some gender roles and fluidity and, and, you know, exploration of what that's about. So that person's why, and I can have five different, I can have five different subbies that all like to do, you know, household chores while wearing a frilly, um, you know, frilly little French maid outfits. And each person would have a different why that it brings them closer to me and gives them great sexual gratification and satisfaction in dropping into submission. And so it's been beautiful kind of just watching that and learning and watching, you know, what tasks, you know, some really like to do errands and, you know, while they're doing errands, you know, part of the whole, you know, servitude, but also helping to drop them in and they maybe I might have them wear some jewelry or nipple clamps or cock ring or frilly panties or something, whatever it is that brings them feeling like, oh, I'm doing this for my empress. So the intention behind say going to the grocery store and getting blueberries or, you know, going and getting my tires changed or whatever it is, changes from them just being how they are in the world of getting shit done versus they have a purpose of what they're doing and it's for service of their mistress their empress their dom and it changes the dynamic for them and it drops into and there's this other beautiful piece of receiving so as us doms sometimes we can be like 
oh, this is fucking awesome. You know, <laughs> lots of times I've had conversations with friends and they're like, how do I get one of those? <laughs> and there's this, you know, we can kind of sometimes take uh, for granted the, the intimacy and the sacredness of the motivation. And I just wanted to take a little moment to kind of talk into this. The, the, there's a responsibility in your subs and subbies servicing you, Ser like serving you, being in service to you, doing tasks for you, these kinds of things. And to remember to sit in the gratitude of it because they're not just doing the task for you and they're happy to do the task for you. It's also that you appreciate that they've accomplished this thing for them and they, they, they want that connection to you of how that has made your day better. It's the, the part of the, you know, for most people who are in, uh, when they drop into servitude, um, it is the joy, the ease, the happiness, the smile on your face, the contentment, whatever it is that their dom feels by the finishing up that task and doing it well. And so it's really important as the doms to honor that, respect that, treat it with sacredness, and make sure that part of this exchange, because it is an exchange, as always, it's important, you know, you know, on the surface, it looks like you're, you know, basically ordering somebody around and somebody's just doing whatever you say. Like if you look at it on a surface level. Um, and but there's all these beautiful, there's a beautiful dance that's happening in the power exchange and the, the energetic exchange between the two people or three people or however many people are involved um, of how this beautiful exchange is happening. Subby's doing some beautiful tasks. I get the freedom to do other things that I really love to do and not do the things that I'm not really, you know, I don't really enjoy doing and I don't actually have to do. Um, and so I have beautiful, like so much gratitude and so much joy about the freedom that that and the ease of that and that they wanted to do this task and they got to do this task from like so much love and, and admiration and servitude that the task also gets done really beautifully well because it's not me doing it being like, oh, I fucking hate this fucking shit. <laughs> Whatever, good enough. Because now it's done like, there's so much energy that's put into it because they want to make sure that they do a really good job and do, uh, you know, and to make you proud of them. And, and so that is the exchange that's a very important piece of when you have submission subbies that are servitude subs that, or even your regular subs that also adding servitude into their, the dynamic that as the top, the dom, that you make sure that you really have a lot of beautiful gratitude and give them a good job and thank you for making it and like really share how what they just did affected your life in a positive way because I feel like sometimes 
that's what they're really craving. And we don't always give it to them because we kind of get used to, in all fairness, we kind of get used to everybody doing shit for us. It's very much like your royalty and you have all these servants and they do all the things. And of course they do all the things because you're royalty. And sometimes, not all the time, and I don't recommend doing this because then your, servi your, your little servitude subbies are not getting their needs met and eventually they stop serving you. So, um, but sometimes it's easy to get into that place. And so this is why I wanted to you know, basically have this chat with my audience um, and also to see from an outside perspective who is maybe not into BDSM or kink or doesn't live, don't live that lifestyle to maybe understand why there is that dynamic where you feel like if you're an outsider and you don't understand the power exchange and the dynamics and the kinks and all the things outside, it can look really abusive, really it can look quite toxic where you know one person's getting ordered around and the other person has to do the thing um so i, I kind of wanted to share what's going on in the beautiful dance uh that's underneath that so maybe the next time you happen to see a dynamic that looks like one person's really bossy and domineering and the other person is like very submissive and does what they say to kind of check in before you drop into any particular judgments around that, just kind of drop in and say, and ask, are you guys in a DS relationship? And if they say yes, it'd be like, great. Okay, I understand a little bit more about what that is. If the answer is no, then it is probably abusive. <laughs> Quite toxic. So, but again, we can't always, it doesn't always look on the outside what's happening in the inside. And so it's always good to do a little bit of, uh, you know, data collection before you kind of drop into um, the judgment of what you see, what you think you see is going on. Okay. So what else do I want to say about this? Well, like I said, I, I have a deep, deep, like I remember, I'm going to tell this story before I, you know, before I was in the receiving end and wanting to be in servitude and all that kind of stuff to my master and, and really like way back in the beginning, you know, when I was first entering into the world of, you know, kink and BDSM and, um, and doming, um, I didn't really understand how somebody could be really happy and sexually content by you know cleaning my house with no actual like um you know kink activity like it, it didn't make sense to me it's like well don't you want to don't you need a spanking to have that a good time don't you need like some kind of thing to add to having a good time and so in the beginning I didn't really understand why you know um, as over the years, I've learned and changed and you know, been on the receiving end and explored more and, you know, leaned into these things. And I'm like, I understand why, because a lot of time, it's not just about the kink activity that gives the gratification. Like I said, in the power exchange of the DS relationship dynamic, Dom sub, by the way, when I say DS, uh, which is about power exchange, 
it's about the deep level of connection and intimacy and vulnerability and making each other's lives better in whatever capacity, in whatever way that looks like. And it also includes non-dungeon-related activities. So if you are kinky and you're in the kink and you're new to the kink and you, or you've been in the kink for a long time, but really haven't explored any of the servitude aspects of the power exchange dynamics within your kink relationships, I lovingly invite you to start looking at exploring some of those things, you know, as the dom or the top, um, you know, give your subby a little task, like a non-sex related task, non-dungeon related task, and see how that feels, see how that feels for them, watch the joy do they lean in? Are they excited about this? They're like, oh my God, I get to do this thing. Oh, thank you so much for letting me do this thing. Like, are they feeling so grateful that they get to do this extra task for you? And how does it make you feel that they are doing this task from such a place of love? Like lean into those, those places. If you haven't explored any of it, lean into it a little bit. And I'm telling you, you won't be disappointed. It will take your... It will take your uh, BDSM and kink um, power exchange relationship dynamics to another level of intimacy and connection. So, all right, that's it. That's all. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed today's episode and uh, we'll see what I talk about next. Probably more kink, but maybe it won't be. Who knows? Maybe I'll be inspired to talk about magic. I haven't talked about that in a while. <laughs> Who knows? Stay tuned. Until then, if you would like support in, um, and there's many ways that you can engage and interact with me, um, you know, listen to the end of the episode, it tells you all things, but I want to invite you to uh, this beautiful BDSM membership uh, that I have created. It's an online membership community. Um, we talk about all sorts of different kinks. Uh, I teach, I show you in the dungeon, like hands on. So like, you know, if I were to, you know, I would do an episode on a class on servitude, you would watch me, you know, give tasks to a sub and have them accomplish it and see it in action. So if you're like, as you've been watching and listening over the last little, you know, over the last couple of years, um, you know, all of the things that I talk about in my own personal life, um, in the BDSM membership, you get to see it actually happening um, so that you can decide like, oh, is that exciting? Oh, that kind of excited my nether regions. <laughs> Maybe I want to explore this further. And you can add that within your relationship. You can reach out, um, you know, to hire me so you can come have a session and have those experiences. Like there's lots of different ways, but I really, if you're like in this place of wanting to keep exploring and expanding who you are in the world of as a sexual being and as a kinkster the bdsm membership program is incredible for that and it's also incredibly sexy um, that's the first place where i would start the second place would be i have a lot of wonderful courses that drop into specific uh, areas of you know exploration and you know rope 
I got, you know, rope courses, I got BDSM 101. So if you're brand new and you really want to like learn, that's an incredible online course. Um, you know, doms who are like, you know, interested in becoming a dom. Um, if you're in your relationship and, you know, you, your partner would like you to be more dominant, um, you know, reach out to me. We can get you trained um, because I have one of my greatest satisfactions and joy is teaching, facilitating, and training. So um, if you need any support in any of that way, you can reach me at empressgaia.com. All right. Until next time, my lovelies, have fun, stay kinky, be open to new ways in which you can allow your um, little subbies to, <laughs> you know, serve you. And if little subbies, you're like, ah, oh, I'd like to serve my empress or my dom better, ask for some more tasks. Okay. Till next time. Bye-bye. Love you all. Hmm. Well, I hope today's episode inspired you, encouraged you, and of course, made you feel tingly inside. <laughs> I just want to take a moment to tell you how much I appreciate the time that you spend and how I really deeply appreciate you listening. I do it for you guys, the audience, and I love and adore you guys. So quick loving reminder, I am not available for naked pictures, getting married, having sex or having anybody's babies. And when you want to spend more time with me in a professional capacity as your coach, your teacher, your educator, your facilitator, um, you can reach me at GaiaMorissette.com. That's the gateway to all things Gaia. I also lovingly invite you to follow me on Instagram, which the handle is my orgasmic life podcast, where you can leave feedback and comments. Also come join me on Facebook at my orgasmic life podcast, Facebook group. And I really want to hear from you. I want to know how this show affected you. Did you, what did you learn? Was it inspirational? Did you agree? Do you disagree? Um, you know, I want, I want to know. Because I'm a little bit of a voyeur. So I want to know what, how am I affecting you? <laughs> so please, please, please come leave some comments. Now, if you're like, but I don't want everybody to know what I'm thinking, which is okay. Sometimes we need privacy and we need to be anonymous. So you would like that option? We have that. You can email my slutty assistant. Layla at GaiaMorissette.com. Okay, listeners, until next time, may your life be filled with sexy exploration and orgasmic pleasure. Bye-bye.